Hey, hello, and welcome, everybody, to the PlayStation Report. This is Frank talking here alongside my good pal Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing? It is mid-October already. I know. It's unbelievable. It's getting kind of cold now. Yeah, it Just is a little, a little bit. bit. Just a, a hair. A little bit nipply outside. Yeah. We, um, last night went to, um, the Penhurst Asylum. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. It's, um, it's in Phoenixville, and it's literally like an old asylum, um, from way back when, um, that they converted two of the buildings into, like, one of these haunted attractions sort of things, like a Field of Scream sort of thing, um... And we got there, and it all of a sudden was cold and pouring down fucking rain, and long lines to get in. So that kind of sucked. But it was it was interesting, regardless. Yeah, back they, they, there was a but there's a bunch of buildings on this kind of property, I guess. Yeah. And uh, honestly, those buildings looked way creepier than whatever the you know the experience that we walked through was. Like they were really creepy looking it was like you had to drive way back into the woods to even get there it's like kind of out of the way it's yeah weird yeah back things back before they actually did mental health care they just shoved them all in a building and did experiments and shit. exactly exactly it's fucked up really fucked up yeah um Uh. yeah yeah now now they've converted those things into like behavioral health hospitals and yeah you know services that actually hopefully benefit people (laughs) yeah hopefully (laughs) like this stuff but yeah Yeah. i would hope it it is hard to get worse than that kind of than what they used to do oh yeah absolutely absolutely like yeah one of the areas you walk through is like these tunnels and it's just like it's just so creepy that, that something like this even existed. Yeah, it's um, like yeah. it's just yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's kind of hard to think about that existing um, and imagine it, but but it did. And it's it's really really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, out of sight, out of mind. It back, was was the idea back then. <laughs> like yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah yeah. man. Yeah. I, what you been up to? I have been, uh, I don't know, I don't really, I really don't know what I've been doing. Like, I, I just kind of, I'm getting ready to, you know, go on my crazy schedule at work, um, and, you know, just, just kind of trying to chill out a little bit, and, uh, try to, try to not take as much psychic damage as I have been over the past couple months by looking at the internet and all the shit that's going on. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I mean, I've been, I've been trying to play some video games, but I've also like, I, I don't know, I just, I, here, here's the thing, Tyler. Um, something happened this week, uh, in that they piled all the wrestling I watch over the course of two days. <laughs> so <laughs> the past two days was me watching a lot of professional wrestling, and I'm trying to get that out of my head to do this podcast. But there's just so much good. <laughs> Good wrestling happening now. Mm. Um, but yeah, so like, good good wrestling though. Yes. Right. Okay. 
the good wrestling that is uh, not run by the McMahon family. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, like AEW or whatever yeah, like, it is. Yeah, like AEW. Um, yeah, they had a couple good shows this week, and I'm very happy with where that's going. Uh, I'm not happy with my fantasy football team, however. <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to think that uh, drafting Mike Evans might have been one of the top five worst decisions I've ever made. And above that is playing him on my yeah. fantasy team. <laughs> it's it's honestly kind of surprising though, because he's a he is a pretty good receiver, and you have Tom Brady who's playing at a really high level again, still somehow. And yeah, it's just kind of surprising that he's not doing more work for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting a little bit fed up. Uh, Honestly, my whole fantasy football team is kind of letting me down, other than Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry. Like, the, those are the only two guys I can rely on every week. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just I, I'm not feeling good about this year. <laughs> I have I, I have two players on inj- injured reserve. I have another player who I, I, I drafted Mike Tom, Michael Thomas, even though, like, he was injured. He's going to be injured for a while. Um, I drafted him pretty late, and and uh, I hope he comes back and do, does good shit. But like, I have a lot of hurt players. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not feeling too hot about this week for me. Honestly, I'm I'm not looking too good, but we'll see. It did just start, but I, I have a couple people that I had to bench because they have bye weeks, and yeah, good stuff, but. I whooped Luke's ass last week. That was great. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was part of like one of the highest scoring contests that we've had uh, between two sides. Um, me and Keith, uh, it was. Yeah, I think he had like a hundred and forty something, and I had a hundred thirty something. Yeah, and I yeah. lost, and uh, I'm I'm just not happy about that. I'm just not yeah. happy about. Oh my gosh! Yeah, one sixty-eight to one forty-six. Yeah. You would have beat anybody. You would even beat me. I had one forty-one last week. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> holy. It, it really sucks to be the second highest scoring in the league and get a loss that week. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just That's... how it goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about actual video game. Well. Let's talk about video games that, you know, we normally talk about around here. Um, do you have some games you brought to the table here? Other than F1? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear about F1 anymore. <laughs> That's all I played this week. You uh, motherfucker. I, I know. I Well, I have a race and a half left, and then I'm putting putting on ice for a while. Um, son of a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to finish that probably, hopefully tonight, and... Um, yeah, move on to to other things. God, um, you're I just know. an absolute rotten bastard. I know, I know, man. But it's been real good. It's been real good. I'm in. I'm in an epic. It's kind of. It's kind of interesting, just with the parallels to the actual F1 season this year. Is uh, I'm in an epic title battle with Max Verstappen. Oh, we've just went back and forth with the the points lead a couple times. Throughout the season, and I just got it back uh, after um, Mexico, so I have a six-point lead with three races left. So, yeah, it's been been good stuff. I also recruited Daniel Ricardo to over to my team. 
So I have okay. a pretty good second driver now, and yeah, it's, got, it's you, been a good. Good. Are you going to do a shoey? Yeah, <laughs> I'll do a shoey if if he gets a podium for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been really cool though. My uh, the aero dynamics on my car and the power unit is an absolute fucking monster. Um, like when I have DRS open, you know, if I'm following anybody, oh my gosh, I'm just blowing right by them. And even just the raw speed down the straights and everything is really satisfying once you get some of those upgrades in. And um, so yeah, now I'm just kind of working on my chassis and stuff like that to just maneuver the car a little bit better. But that stuff's been pretty satisfying too. So yeah, I have a race and a half left. I'm going to leave the last race for whenever I come back to this game. Um, so yeah, they added Imola to the game. Okay. The most recent update. The Imola, they added Imola and the um, white Red Bull livery that they used this past race at Turkey, um, which is real hot, in my opinion. Mm. So, it's been really cool to see that on the track, and yeah, good stuff. That's that's all I got. So, <laughs> I will be getting to, other, to, to different video games next week, for sure. Tyler, what about you? All I've got to say, Tyler, like is if all you have to talk about when it comes game of the year is F1 2021, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> no, I'm definitely going to have more, but yes. <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, as for what I've been playing, I got through a lot more Lost Judgment. Mm. Tyler, the body count is rising. There are more oh, murders. There are more murders happening. There are people caught up in, in, in shit that weren't really even supposed to be involved, man. It is, uh, the drama is hot, it is spicy, it is good, and Yagami is just a fantastic character, and it's really sad that this is going to be the last game with him in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just having a really fun time. I'm, I'm dating all the girls. I, I have, I have all the, I, I, I have the waifus. Um, you have multiple waifus? I have multiple waifus. Don't oh tell boy. the other waifus about each other. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it's just... there. There's a lot to the game. There are a lot of, like, the standard cool, funny shit. But, man, I feel like the story in Lost Judgment, like, the main story is just... I think it's it might be even darker than the, than the first Judgment game. Um... And it's, yeah, there, there are some reveals about who is involved and why people are getting killed. And just exactly how many people are getting killed is, uh, it's alarming. Mm -hmm. uh, based on the information you had prior to that reveal. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on. I'm, I'm really happy with Lost Judgment. I, I think I might actually be able to finish it this week. We'll see. Sweet. Um, the other thing I've been playing, and Tyler, we'll probably play it a little bit after the show today, is Back for Blood. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so... How, how is it? I I think Back for Blood is a very good um, return to form for uh, for Turtle Rock. Um, I, I, I didn't give a shit about Evolve at all. No, me either. Me either. I, and like, by all accounts, Evolve kind of failed. 
but I feel like Back for Blood is really getting back to back to what they're good at um, when they were <laughs> working for for Valve uh, doing those Left for Dead games. This is very much one of those, uh, except they've added a little bit more to the formula um, in that you you now have this system of cards um, mm. that provide pass mostly. Actually, yeah, they're all passive boosts. Um, but you build decks of cards, and you draw one at... Draw, like... I, I believe in most cases you just draw one at, at when you get to the next level. Um, and you just kind of build out... You have you have your build that you go throughout uh, your, your campaign run. Um, there are also characters. Like, I know there were characters in Left 4 Dead, but uh, this actually uh, provides... Like, each character has unique abilities and passive boosts to them. Um, so you can kind of build your team around that as well. And try to create a sort of synergy between the character you're playing and the, de- and the uh, deck that you're working with. Mm, okay. Um, but as far as, like, the moment-to-moment get from point A to point B with some sort of missions mid-level that you have to do or things of that nature. Um, It is very much a Left 4 Dead game uh, in that respect. Uh, Yes, so is there like special enemies or whatever like from Left 4 Dead? Like you had the Smoker and the Witch and stuff like that. They call them mutations because um, everyone's got brain worms in this. Uh, (laughs) uh, They're (laughs) The, the enemies aren't zombies. They're called the Ridden. Um, I mean, at least they're not called Freakers. Uh, yeah. But they're called the Ridden, and the, I guess the main story is that they got worm brain. Uh, mm. Brain brain worms. Um, and, yeah, and then there, there are special mutations of that. Uh, so there are, like, there are three kinds of classes of mutations. Um, there's kind of, like... Uh, you're, you're hunter-like, um, but even within each of these three different mutation types, there are even, it's even further broken down into three types within that. Um, so you have these things called tall boys, um, (laughs) and, like, there, there are certain ones that are better at, like, grabbing you, or charging, or just, and then there's, uh kind of like your hunter likes but there there's ones that where they jump around a lot um and they there's one that like can spit on you and stick you to a spot there's another one that's kind of focused on actually jumping on you and pouncing on you and then there's like another one that's does ranged attacks um and then there is uh oh man i forget what they're called but oh man but they're kind of big bulky guys um yeah there's one that specializes on spitting on you, so they spit acid, and that acid Ooh. stays on the ground. Um, and then there's one that uh, is an exploder. It's kind of like your standard boomer uh, in uh, in Left 4 Dead. Uh, and then there's another one that's just kind of like a heavy tank that's, that's uh, kind of focused on just getting up in your face and beating the shit out of you. Nice. Uh, so those are the ones that you can play in um, 
in the swarm mode, which is the PvP mode. I'll get to that later. And then there are other special infected that are kind of like uh, uh, special cases. There's there's one called a hag that uh, if it grabs hold of someone and you don't get them, if you don't kill the hag fast enough, they'll bury them underground and kill them instantly. Ooh. Um, and then there's another one called uh, a snitch, where if you shoot it or you get too close to it, it will uh, call a horde. Um, and yeah, that, that's pretty much what I've seen so far in playing. I'm not sure if there's more. Um, but I've gotten through like the first five levels. Uh, so there are three acts, and each of the acts has like a certain set of levels. Some of them are like uh, a five-stage, a three-stage, or two-stage, or like two, three, four, or five stages um, that end in a finale. Um, within those acts. Uh, so I've done, like, the first group. I've got to my first finale. Um, and yeah, Does it... it good. No, no. Go. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, the, the finale, like, is it, like, a big-ass sort of uh, encounter or something or a horde, like, in Left 4 Dead? How those had, like, big finales when you're, like, waiting for the fucking boat to come or something like that? Um... Yeah, it's very similar to that. I'll just spoil the first one because it's like they technically call like the first group of levels a tutorial, even though like the game doesn't really tutorialize you very much. Mm -hmm. um, so at the end of like the first group, the finale is you you cross this bridge that's kind of blown out a little bit, but it has this uh, this boat in the middle of it connecting kind of a broken area of the bridge. So your objective is to get across that bridge, but once you get across to meet with the people who are going to take you back to camp, uh, they send you back onto the boat with explosives, and you have to blow the bridge with okay. the boat. So, yeah, that's that. That's one example. I, I have yet to play through the entire game, obviously, but yeah, that yeah. they definitely have those big missions at the end of these groups of levels. So are you playing by yourself or online or...? I'm playing online. I actually managed to play with a with a friend of ours, uh, Evan. Okay, um, yeah. But I've also done matchmaking. I've dropped in in quick play. Uh, even when I was partied up with Evan, like we got randos to come in and play, and yeah, it's it's a pretty fun experience. Yeah. Um. Uh, we also played the swarm mode, uh, which is the PvP mode. I believe this was the mode that was available in the beta. Um, mm. So the objective... So there are two teams, obviously, uh, and you take turns. One playing as... Uh, they Instead of calling them survivors, they call them cleaners. I don't know why they call them cleaners, um, but those are like the living people. So you have a team of cleaners, and then the other team plays as the special infected, or these um, mutations. Uh, so... The objective is for the cleaners to survive as long as possible, so that's pretty straightforward. You just try to hold out. Um, where it comes, to, where there are a little bit more uh, variations on what you can do is when you play as the mutation, the the infected. Uh, is uh, you pick your like you pick which one, which variant of which one, which uh, class of uh, mutation you want to play. But also, alongside that, you're spending these these points that upgrade each of them, and you can also upgrade the common horde. Uh, so, 
yeah, like you 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 kind of have to strategize and focus a little bit if you want to if you want to get quick kills. Um, as the as the ridden, um, and yeah, I I I, th I th it's a best of three format. Uh, the levels seem pretty cool. Some of them are uh, more difficult than others to survive on. Uh, but I I generally really like this this PVP mode. Yeah, sounds neat. I'm yeah, very I, much looking forward to playing it later. I I was skeptical at first when we, when it was suggested that I play it because I'm like I never really clicked with the PVP in in Left 4 Dead. Like I enjoyed playing with friends. Um, yeah, same. But I yeah this. This was this was a nice surprise for me. I, I actually enjoyed my time with it quite a bit. Uh, what the game doesn't have, however, which will probably disappoint a lot of people, is the uh, campaign PvP. Mm. Um, they don't. You don't have. You don't have that yet. Uh, I imagine they might. They have to add that eventually. Yeah. Because I that was think so. that was a huge thing for Left 4 Dead is playing through the levels against uh, another team. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that that's back for blood. We'll probably play a little bit more of that after uh, after the show. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you unlock new cards back in camp because in when you're playing the game, you earn supply points that you spend back at camp, which unlock cards and all that stuff. You get skins through like doing things in the game, like they, they call them in accomplishments in games in the game because not all of them are trophies or achievements or whatever you'd call them. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just generally it's it's refreshing to be able to go back to in it like uh, an earlier time in in gaming uh but also still have some fresh things that it's throwing at you. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really smart that Turtle Rock went back to this style of game cuz um Evolve was such a kind of a failure honestly and yeah for for them to kind of go back to their roots a little bit i think it's you know good that they did that and probably good for them you know because at least they can make something that people are excited about that i'm sure will sell pretty well and yeah god evolve uh man i remember playing that beta back when the beta came out for the game and i was just like nope like this is not this isn't fun. <laughs> no way. All right. Uh well, that does it for the games we've been playing. There is a list of news here. Tyler, I'm hoping at least some of these are quick hitters because Yeah. Oh yeah, some of them are, for this sure. Is, this is certainly a list. Um All right. So Battlefield 2042 has a game mode that was mistaken for Battle Royale, um, and probably rightfully so because they tried to do a Battle Royale before. It might have made sense for them to try it again, but they're actually doing something different. It's called Hazard Mode, which is, as they describe, a squad-based PvPVE experience. Um, so the objective is of this game, of, of this game mode, is to collect data drives and get off the map live and Tyler this bears similarity to a game that I'm not sure you played I'm I'm actually 
certain you haven't played. Um, but was kind of popular, I think maybe even earlier this year, Escape from Tarkov. Mm, heard of it, yes. Which has kind of the same concept here where you drop into a map, you try to collect valuable things and escape with it. Um, so that's that's kind of the thing here. Uh, it's going to be um, a 24-player game on uh, Xbox One and PS4 or um, a 32-player game on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. Uh, so, yeah, 32 players, 8 squads uh, of 4. Um, yeah. I think that maybe... And, you know, actually, this also reminds me a little bit of the Dark Zone in The Division. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It sounds exactly like that. Uh, so, yeah, like, they're, they're adding one of these game modes, and I I think that that might be the way to go, because maybe maybe, uh, maybe people are burnt out on Battle Royales, or they've already chosen which one they're going to play. But yeah. to uh, have a game mode like this... And I think the Dark Zone was one of those things that I kind of regret not really getting involved in uh, in the Division when I was playing it. So <laughs> a, a game mode that is kind of like that I, I'd be in for. Yeah, I think that one of the issues with the, the Dark Zone is uh, in the Division is especially at higher levels, like just uh, it's not really it balanced super well. Um, but this seems a lot more like crafted like you're not necessarily chasing loot or anything like that um so i can see this being being kind of cool and, and also just being uh, a different experience from the uh all-out warfare mode the main game mode in the game where that you know that one has the 128 players just massive scale maps whereas this is a lot more pared down i can see it having an audience and i think it's kind of smarter to do try something new with a maybe uh, battle royale elements to it but you know their firestorm mode did not work out in battlefield 5 at all um and just to copy you know warzone or something like that again might not be the smartest thing because we've seen that that is a pretty hard market to get into uh you really have to have something special there um you know we've seen ubisoft completely fail with hyperscape and others so um yeah, I think it's I think it's smart to do, do something different here, and this this could be neat for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, cu- I'm curious about this game. I we've I've been hearing a lot of things out of the beta. You know, reading some things of like, eh, this seems good, but it's kind of maybe a little little broken in spots. But I'm I'm still curious about this game. Yeah, overall. it's been it's been long enough from uh from a battlefield game for me, honestly. Uh I did not yeah. play very much of uh what Battlefield 5 is did five. they call that? Yeah, uh, the the World War 2 game. Man. The fucking naming of these games is is just utter I shit. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um but yeah, I I didn't play too much of that. Um And then yeah. before that was Battlefield 1, right? <laughs> yes. So they, so like the, it's been a long time since they've done kind of uh, a modern, modern-ish kind of uh, uh, of game for Battlefield. So yeah, and I liked Battlefield One's multiplayer, um, but definitely didn't play it as much as Battlefield Four. I mean, Battlefield Four was fucking awesome. Yeah, 
that multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. We'll All see. Right. On the flip side, uh, Call of Duty uh, has has had a problem in Warzone with the, with cheaters. Uh, and it looks like their latest anti-cheat software has leaked. Um, and people are already working on ways to bypass it. But they're saying... They're trying to say that, hey, uh, th- this isn't as bad as it sounds. Because we're going we're gonna to probably uh, be able to change this and, and work on it as, as people try to defeat the cheating anti-cheat software uh this is a fucking mess fucking mess ah it is and uh yeah i mean we've seen that i feel like it's every few weeks or something there's a story of like you know um activision has banned you know a hundred thousand players in warzone because they're cheating so it seems like it's a pretty big deal with um, with this, and yeah, to, <laughs> to have people already working around your anti-cheat software just <laughs> kind of yeah. Before, that's before suck. you before you've even implemented it, people are already working on uh, how to how to beat it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it it really it does suck that there's people. It's just such a bummer that there's people out there that would rather cheat and just make the experience of other players who are just trying to play the game the right way uh to make that a miserable experience for others and it's you know it's just fucked up that people get off on that stuff so yeah i hope they get this fixed all right well dc fandom happened this weekend uh, and I guess the thing of note for us is uh, this Gotham Knights game. Um, they showed a new trailer at DC Fandom. Have you watched the trailer? Yeah, I did. I thought I thought it was a cool trailer. All right, so... Have you? No, I haven't, actually. I've, okay. I've, I'm curious what you think of this game, because like I feel like there's a lot of hype around Gotham Knights. Yeah, I feel like there is too, um, and I think at least for me, the excitement is mostly of just not really getting a solid Batman game in a long time, you know, or game set in the Batman universe. And um, I really liked um, WB's Montreal's um, Batman Arkham Origins that they did. Like they're a good studio. And so I think there's there's a lot of potential here of just uh, different characters and in, in not playing as the Batman. There's an opportunity to do some cool stuff there. And then I just, overall, I think the Court of Owls is something that's kind of cool as well. Cool vibes. And that's kind of where my excitement lies. Kind of a bummer we didn't get a release date. Or at least a, a window. A new window. Um because this game was supposed to be out this year. Then they bumped it to 2022. Um, so I would have thought we would have got a little bit more of a substantial update there with maybe a, a month or spring or something like that. But we'll see. 
They uh, also put out a new trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Oh, right. That, I forgot that existed. Yeah. <laughs> that trailer was a pretty good trailer, too. It was more of a story trailer, um, but they showed a lot more of the Justice League in that game. And um, I'm very curious about that game's story. Like, why are we trying to kill the Justice League? Um, and so that that looked cool. And the, the ending of the, the trailer was honestly really funny. Um, so it seems like Rocksteady's hopefully going to nail the tone at least of suicide squad um because i enjoyed that trailer and that game that trailer also ended with a 2022 date so we might get both these games next year i'll be surprised if i'm totally honest with you i I honestly think we'll probably get gotham knights and suicide squad will be booted to 2023 um one because you don't really want to cannibalize your own stuff. I mean, I guess it depends on the release dates. But then, too, um, Arkham Knight was delayed a lot. <laughs> so I really don't believe any release date that Rocksteady will give until it's actually out. Yeah, and also, like, a thing that I'm thinking about, are these two very similar types of games? Like, it is is what they're both going for kind of the same thing? I think somewhat. I'm pretty sure they're both co-op games. Um, but I think if I remember, uh, Suicide Squad's supposed to have more live service elements to it. But they haven't really outlined what that stuff's going to be. But yeah, they are They are both co-op, I believe. Yeah, they, they are somewhat similar, you could say. Yeah, let's just hope they're better than, say, Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't think that's going to be that hard. <laughs> you say I that. Look at, <laughs> we haven't really seen gameplay of Suicide Squad, but I, I'm, I, Rocksteady's a good developer. I'm pretty confident that that game will already be better than Avengers and play better. And Gotham Knights honestly looks a lot like the Batman Arkham style of games. So that is already going to be better, honestly. Mm, okay, all right. Uh, we shall see when they come out. Um, Disney, however, has plans for Star Wars. Uh, they, they, they're going to announce. All right, so they teased an announcement. This, that's the story. They're going to announce some video games in December. I'm going to say at the video at 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 the Game Awards. Uh, that that yeah. seems the obvious venue for this. Um, which video games do you think they'll reveal? I. I mean, it's got to be the Jedi Fallen Order sequel, right? That's that's what I'm putting my money on for sure. I think it's that. I mean, it's it's. I think it's time to at least announce that game officially, you know, and have it come out next next holiday or something like that. Um, that's what I'm putting my money on. The other one that I think is a little out there, but it's a possibility. A few months ago, there was a leaked kind of Mandalorian sort of game and you have the Book of Boba Fett coming out this December Mandalorian's a pretty popular show you know is that something that gets announced I don't know maybe that maybe that was kind of a fake thing I, I don't know but that's that's another potential possibility you know, but I can't really think of what else would be out there because I think it's too early for Ubisoft's game 
we just heard about Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, and I don't think EA really has anything else in the in the hopper. So I, I think it's got to be the sequel to Fallen Order. Yeah, I'm going to call the disappointment uh, ahead of time here. Um, <laughs> the Mandalorian thing is going to be a Telltale game. Oh, no. They're going to no. do a Mandalorian Telltale with whatever the hell that that is no. anymore. No, that, no, no. <laughs> That would be such a bummer if that that was a real thing. People yeah. want Star Wars thirteen thirteen and doing a um, you know Mandalorian Boba Fett style of game bounty hunter sort of thing. Yeah, I'm Man, not saying would, it's I don't, perfect for video games. You know, I'm not saying I don't want a Star Wars Telltale style game, but like Telltale is dead. A lot of those people are gone. Uh, because that studio yeah. kind of went under and got, like, the name of the studio got bought by someone. And, like, yeah. they haven't really done anything since, I don't think. I don't think they have either. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, like, I, w- I wouldn't mind, like, having a Telltale-style game. Like, that's mm-hmm. just, you know, maybe someone else makes it. Maybe uh, Joseph, How Far- about- Joseph Fares makes a Star Wars game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be certainly interesting. Um, here, I know who can make your Telltale style game. How about um, Quantic Dream? No, no. Oh, fuck. I forgot. David Cage is going to do a Star Wars. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Maybe we see that. I let myself forget about that. And now you reminded <laughs> me. God. Yeah, maybe we see that. I mean, when that was kind of, uh, you know, in the news a couple weeks ago, that. There's potential that this that game's been in development for a while. God damn it! We'll see. God fucking damn it! Why why do you cause me such psychological damage? Why would you do that to me? I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let's uh let's go on to let's go on to maybe better things potentially better things let's move into the possibility space a new studio created by jeff strain who formerly worked at blizzard co-founded arena net who made guild wars um also founded undead labs makers of state of decay uh he's created a new studio this jeff strain has um and and uh Hey, a familiar name, Austin Walker, is going to work as their IP director. How how does that make you feel? Austin Walker is in charge of, uh, you know, building out their IP. Building out their stories in the world. So we're basically just going to get a bunch of 4X games then, I guess? No, no, no. That's 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 not it. That's not that's not all he does. Um, Austin Walker has a long history of of, of writing stories and doing character work. Um, he also he did uh, some Star Wars a uh, Star Wars short story not too long ago. Um, he's also been doing Friends at the Table for a long time. Uh, as a as a as a GM for that for that actual play podcast. Um, but yeah, Austin going and, and doing the video game stuff now. Uh, 
what's got me excited. I, yeah. We won't see this game for a long time, whatever they're making. Uh, they just created yeah, the studio. But, yeah, I just just wanted to shout out that um, because I, that's something that excites me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I li- I, no, I'm, I'm only joking. I like Austin Walker, and I think he's uh, he can be uh, good in that role, I think, honestly, as an IP director. Um, and and I, I'm curious about this because, um, you know, the uh, this studio is going to be like a remote work from home sort of studio, and that really fits into our modern day world. Um, we've seen that too be very successful with teams like Moon Studios, for example, that does Ori the Ori games. They are they are completely uh, remote. So I mean that stuff can work, and it seems like uh, it, it'll it'll be kind of a place that. Hopefully, it's a little bit more of a relaxing, I guess, to work at making video games. You know, as relaxing as making a video game can be. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm curious, curious what's what's going to happen to Jeff Strain. I mean, State of Decay has been a pretty big hit. Um, Guild Wars has been around for a really long time, so that he he knows what he's doing too. Yeah, exciting stuff. All right. Next couple of stories are about delays. Uh, actually, I'm going to go do this in reverse order here because Solar Ash um, it was supposed to come out in a couple weeks, but it's been dis- it's been uh, delayed till December, um, December second. They need more times to squash the bugs. Uh, yeah, kind of a bummer. Like that game was supposed to be out like soon, yeah, October twenty sixth. Yep. Um, but yeah, take all the time you need. Uh, just like, I feel like they knew they need. I feel like this is a case where they knew they needed to delay it earlier than they announced that they were going to delay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. It's it's a pretty short notice sort of delay, but hey, this game looks pretty cool, and this team obviously delivered with Hyperlight Drifter, so I think they know what they got to do, and I'm sure it'll it'll work out for them. All right. Uh, the next delay is a uh, is it actually just a closed test for Ghost Recon Frontline, that new Ghost Recon. Uh, what? Uh, Free to play uh, first person shooter. I, I'm not sure. Is it a battle royale? It looked like a battle I, yeah, royale. I think when it's they trying to be. It. Yeah, um, I think it's trying to be. I just kind of put this in there of more like. I think it's just like funny that this was literally announced a week ago, and they're like, "Sorry, guys." Yeah, we're delaying this. Like, all right. it's just yeah. funny. I mean, we'll see what we see it. I guess, but the rollout for this has not been the the greatest. Okay, what else do we have here? I guess I could talk a little bit about FIFA. Uh, EA Sports uh, is considering changing the name of their of their soccer game because uh, FIFA wants to sell the rights to calling your game FIFA to multiple companies. Um, or they want to... Actually, they want to charge EA a billion dollars every four years for the name yeah. FIFA. Yeah. that's That seems like a high fucking price for, yeah. <laughs> for that. When when I first read this story, I, I was just like, holy fucking shit. I like, mean, 
FIFA is one of the most one of the uh, most corrupt sporting organizations in the right. world. So right, it is. It is, and but that is a ton of money just to call your game FIFA. Yeah. Do you yeah. see a world where EA doesn't name their f- uh, soccer games FIFA? I mean, because they, they don't sound pretty. They don't sound like too happy about FIFA or too happy with FIFA right now. And in, in their statements with this, the thing is, so. they don't have competition. That Konami right. game is utter dog shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so they can call their game whatever they want, like as long as it's the EA Sports soccer game. Everyone's gonna fucking play that over whatever the hell else comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I think, I think EA just has established themselves in this market so much that it doesn't. I don't think it would matter what they would call their game. And if they can do that and save $250 million every year, like, sure, EA can afford it because of how much they make off of FIFA and all their other sports titles, but that is still a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. And if you can still have your place in the market and not pay that, that just seems like it makes sense to me. Hmm. I don't know. I think it would. I think it'll be wild if if EA doesn't um, call their name FIFA anymore, just because they've done it for how long now? I mean, it's been decades. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. What? I I can't even come up with a funny name for them to call it. I yeah. I, I really don't know. Um, I don't know. They did uh, trademark EA Sports FC. Okay. Is what they trademarked. Okay. Which, you know, whatever. It's simple, I guess. But, damn. Yeah, FIFA's FIFA's a wild organization, dude. Yeah. You hear a lot of fucked up shit about them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of sporting organizations are are bad and corrupt, and all the money is fucking... It's just money rules everything in sports anymore. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah, and... Honestly, like, I love F1, but they're a little bit like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> with with some of their messaging, you know, their We Races One sort of stuff, you know, those sort of um, things. And then, like, hey, let's go race in Qatar in Saudi let's, Arabia. Let's go race China. where <laughs> Let's go race where it is literally illegal to be gay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then just, you know, wash over that. Yeah. Like, straight up, in the future, what if there is a Formula One driver who is who is gay? What would they do? I, I don't understand that, how that would work if they raced in Saudi Arabia or Qatar, a place like that. I don't know. I mean, these, are, ve- these are very good questions. Um, questions that I... I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see sooner rather than later. I, I yeah. don't know. It's inevitable. It's inevitable to me, you know. Uh, and I, don't know. Uh, I mean, it's fucked what, up. I mean, even like to like probably an even like like I I don't know more likely situation. I don't know how to phrase this, but like another situation that could happen then might might happen soon. 
sooner rather than later is what if a woman becomes an F1 driver? Right. I've had that thought, too, because isn't it illegal to drive if you're a woman in Saudi Arabia? Yes, unless you have, like, permission from from a man who claims to own you, pretty much. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. It's it's fucked up. It's really fucked up, man. It is. But money talks. Yeah, money does. Some of these... Some of these countries that are, let's just say, more corrupt than others, they're willing to, to really drop some cash. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's fucked up, for sure. And these organizations like FIFA or F1 or whatever, like they're, whatever, they'll take it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of taking your money, uh, Final Fantasy XIV has become the most profitable Final Fantasy game as it has surpassed 24 million players uh, in it, leading up to Endwalker, which is releasing oh, very, very soon. And I'm you might just not hear from me for a little while. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's how you'll be playing, kind of like all I'm playing is F1 right now. Yeah, but uh, you got me there. You got me. Uh, but yeah like Final Fantasy 14 super popular just keeps on growing I guess also contributing to that is you know whatever they've been doing with World of Warcraft people aren't happy with for whatever reason but yeah Final Fantasy 14 in a really good spot with the MMO coming up uh, what, what is that November what what day is that when is Endwalker coming out Oh, God, I have to look. How do I not know this off the top of my head? Endwalker release date. That is November 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just nice uh, to see. Especially considering with what Final Fantasy XIV released as mm-hmm. 11, 11 years ago. <laughs> right, yeah, and this, this game's just been growing and growing and growing. It's been cool to see, and I, I was just curious, and I looked up what is World of Warcraft's player numbers, and because uh, there's been a lot of people leaving World of Warcraft recently, they're not too happy with the game, and this article that I found published August 10th said that World of Warcraft has 26 million players, Ooh. so Final Fantasy XIV's really climbing in there, and no doubt more people will join join the game when uh, the new expansion comes out and I'm sure more people will keep leaving wow and it's it's only a matter of time I think before Final Fantasy overtakes World of Warcraft because it just seems like it's the better game people are very happy with it if you're in, in into it you're fucking in it and yeah it's good 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 for them <laughs> also no shit that this is the most profitable game in a series, probably. I know they basically had to develop the game twice, but they're getting, what, $15 a month from 24 million people <laughs> every month? Like, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I But also, like, they, like, it isn't as simple as that also. Like, you, no. you got to uh, imagine, like, there's, there's a lot of costs uh, associated right. with keeping that game updated, keeping the, keeping the servers right. up up and uh yeah i mean it's not to take away from it but yeah like this final fantasy 14 just i don't know if they end this game ever (laughs) 
yeah. it, might, it might last for a very long time. Um, I had thought that maybe the next expansion might be the last thing, but it sounds like it's just the end of uh, this kind of story arc between... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get deep into it, but like this, this huge story uh, that they've <laughs> been building throughout all of Final Fantasy XIV up to this point. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move on here quickly to something that a lot of people are um, are just losing their minds over, perhaps because it's it's a Hideo Kojima related thing. Metal Gear Solid Three might be getting a remake. And, you know, all those Metal Gear heads are just just blowing their load over this. They, they love Metal Gear Solid 3. They love Snake Eater. They want to hear Snake Eater again. Um, but, it, yeah, it looks like Virtuos Studios is working on a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. Complete remake. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah, this is a stu- this is the studio that was rumored to be doing this, and there's a job posting from a while ago at this point, though. Uh, but someone found it where they're, yeah, an unannounced 3D action adventure game, 4K, um, you know, visuals ground up remake, and there's we had a story a week or two ago about how that is a rumored project that Konami is working on as they're trying to get themselves back into the video game space. Um, so, I have no doubt we see this. I'm going to make a call right now, too. I think this will be a PS5 ex- timed exclusive. Oh, do you now? I do. I, I think the Metal Gear has been pretty synonymous with PlayStation for a long time, and I can see Sony uh, getting in on this to get make it a timed console launch exclusive i mean they've been very aggressive with those sorts of uh deals and i, I could see that happening you know it's, it, it, i could see them trying to do like a final fantasy sort of thing but with metal gear will konami take it i don't know but if you're konami why wouldn't you i'm sure sony's going to be offering you a big ass stack of cash that's guaranteed money or you know or they're paying for a chunk of development or something like that that's that's uh that's my uh my hot take with that what if it's on game pass yeah <laughs> yeah if i'm totally wrong and it's on game pass <laughs> yeah uh, oh. You know, then then whatever. I mean, that's cool too. I mean, Microsoft <laughs> has a wild. shit ton of money. Like it is, oh, yeah, it is unfathomable how much mo- money that Microsoft is willing to spend. Yeah, they do, and they have like chunks of money that is set aside just for those sorts of deals yeah. for Game Pass. Uh, yeah. All right couple more stories here uh some quick hitters i mean i feel like the next one is no shit uh dragon age 4 is not going to be on your playstation 4 yeah (laughs) it's it's more of a yeah i agree with you it's a no shit sort of thing more of a confirmation because it was like a job posting i think that specifically stated only ps5 series x and pc so that's good to hear 
to me. I um, mean, considering that Dragon sense. Age, considering that uh, it's not coming out for like probably another three or four years, I'd guess. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna guess at least two. I, I don't think it'll be next year. Yeah, for but, sure. I can't. I could see like spring 2023 or something. Bioware likes to launch their games in the spring. Yeah, even then, even if it was only two years away, um, like that's still that's yeah. still a little bit far away from the from the launch of the PlayStation Five to still be releasing your big right. big game back on a right. PS4. I agree. It's just good to kind of get that confirmation that they're not trying to be held back by the PS4 or Xbox One at all, and they're just hopefully that can really pay off for the game, I guess. Yeah. Alright, last story here. Um, if you all just happen to have a dusty PlayStation VR laying in a closet somewhere like I do, uh, Sony's going to give you three games if you don't already have them. Uh, <laughs> those three games, where are they? Yeah, they actually didn't announce them. Oh, they didn't announce which no. three games they're going to give you, but they're going to give you three video games to play on your VR headset if you want to drag that out and, you know, trip over wires and shit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is cool. I mean, PSVR is five years old, which is crazy to think of. Um, I am, like, I'm, if... They're giving these out for free. I'm probably going to claim them just because of the PSVR 2 that's supposed to be out next year. You know, I'm sure it'll be backwards compatible with already the PSVR library. It'd be dumb if it wasn't. Um, So you could start building yourself a little library if you plan on maybe getting into that. I imagine they're going to be some of the bigger games. I think with bigger PlayStation VR games, you know, like Beat Saber maybe. I don't know if they've handed that out for free or not. Um, maybe Astrobot, something like that. Yeah, perhaps, cool. perhaps. Uh, yeah, I gotta imagine that soon we're gonna hear about the PlayStation VR too, if they're going to do that yeah. next year. Like, yeah, I can I can see it happening soon. I can see them also just waiting to the new year, maybe letting all the big holiday releases die down a little bit. But, I don't know, next year's fucking stacked too, so who knows. But, like, I can see it maybe happening soon. Yeah, like... It's a year out, you gotta imagine. Yeah, maybe that's another Game Awards thing. Maybe the Game Awards is just just gonna be uh, stacked with all kinds of... uh, all kinds of announcements. Maybe maybe David Cage's Star Wars game is in VR. (laughs) Uh, And there's a special jerk-off level. Um, and yeah, <laughs> great. Just love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think there's there's a lot. Of... Going to try to keep my expectations in check a little bit, but I think there's some really good potential for some really big announcements at the Game Awards this year. It's just I mean, a lot of yeah, lot of rumblings. I mean, there is every year, but I think this year a little bit more in particular. I think. Yeah, lots of shit we just don't know. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Speaking of shit, we don't know. Uh, that's all the news. Like, there's, there's not, there's not much. I mean, there's more news, but none of it that we want to talk about. There's always more. Yeah. There's always more. Yeah. It's always, always news. Um, but I don't care to know about it. 
I don't think you care to know too much more about it. Um, I want to shoot some brain worms, man. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go uh, get back on back for. Pl- <laughs> I don't. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. How, I don't know how to do this anymore. I, I've got the brain worms now. Uh, oh no! So let's go shoot me in the head or whatever. Oh, what? I don't know what we're doing here, man. I just want to play video games. Let's do it. I forget how to talk good. I just want to play video games. So we're gonna go do that. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you know how to do send them to us. But if you forgot. Give us emails at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and...